What's up, everybody? Zach Witovich here with The Building Code. Hope you're doing well. It's February, the pre-episode to IBS. Big time. And we have a special guest. Two special guests, really. We've got the greatest podcast intern that we could possibly have. Veteran, really, at this point. Courtney Matern, how are you? I'm great. I feel like I'm here more than you and Charlie now. If you check the records, it seems like we're alternating. Don't worry. Charlie and I aren't going anywhere. We're just getting our scheduling figured out. Never going to happen again. We miss each other. Yeah, I hope so, because this is getting old. No, I'm kidding. I love being here. You bring a ton of energy. We love having you on. We flirted with even having a you know a three episode. Oh, really yeah. Show all, all three of us? Yeah could co-host together yeah the poor guests would never get anything in but you know i was really excited today yes. about our guest Why? because it's brad levitt from aft how do you feel about brad we love brad yeah. we all love brad we're all she's glowing fans. right now yeah. look at <laughs> well, her i thought it was so, so easy i was like i don't even have to prepare for this one we work with brad a lot on the marketing team just because he has such a great story to tell he's been using builder trend for a long time he's so gracious with his time too which is one of my favorite things he's often like given his cell phone number to other builders you know given demos of builder trend coming to us with things that we need to improve on he's just been a really great partner and i'm excited for the sneak peek uh, yeah. because we've got a lot of fun things coming up at the builder show next week that's right so we're gonna get brad in here we'll let him do the introduction of himself but we're excited to have him on let's get to it Welcome, Brad, to The Building Code. We talked a little bit about the intro. We know each other well. You've been on The Building Code before. You're a, a builder trend celebrity, whether you know it or not. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? Uh, really good. Excited to be here. We're, of course, big fans of Builder Trend and all of our friends there. So, I always get a little starstruck when I talk to you because of your celebrity status. I don't know if I've oh, ever okay. told you that, so <laughs> if I seem a little nervous. He's the new Beyonce of building. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that is not the case. I'm just a normal builder like everybody else trying to harden this tough industry. You know, so. That's what I love about you. So humble. You know, <laughs> So humble. Uh, we got Courtney here as well. You know each other well. Yeah, so I'm I'm filling in for Charlie. It's becoming a, a regular thing. I don't know if I'm back know, by the, popular demand. When or... the reunion happens between us, because I missed a couple episodes, and then you know Courtney's filling in for one of us. Yeah, and <laughs> things are moving faster at Builder Trend, so it's just in demand. Uh, it was a perfect timing because I know Brad well. I work with Brad a lot at the Contractor Coalition <laughs> Summit with some of our marketing efforts. So I was like, this is right at home. That's, That's the storyline we're going to go with is like you were on and Courtney's like, Charlie, get out of here. <laughs> can't be on. It's like, this is my friend. I got to go do this interview. Yeah. Well, Brad, for those of the, you know that don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and you know your career and why you're a Builder Trend celebrity. Just you know, for the listeners, maybe don't know you as well. Yeah, so we uh, essentially been in business now. I mean, we're coming up here next month in March will be our 11 year anniversary. So we started in March of 2013. So pretty exciting, you know, had our 10 year anniversary last year and uh, focused primarily on luxury product here in the Scottsdale, Phoenix metro area. So all around Phoenix, we have an incredible team. Um, you know, I wish, like all of us, I wish it would be easy enough to just, you know, have opportunity and success overnight. That's simply not how it goes. You know, it's, I grew up in the trades. Uh, I, I think that's been very beneficial to me is I, I had worked as electrician, you know, insulation, uh, low voltage, fire alarm. And so had good experience kind of knowing what our team and our personnel does day to day, right. And our, our workforce. And so being in the trades, did construction management up at BYU and then moved to Phoenix in 05. So Worked for another builder, had some great experience over seven, eight years doing custom homes and luxury product in Phoenix. And uh, 
started my company, as I mentioned, in 2013. And here we are now, 11 years later. So trying to do what we can. Well, congrats, first of all, for 10 years. That's a huge accomplishment and really exciting. And today we're here to talk a little bit about the the renowned International Builder Show, which, you, you know, as a 10-year business owner, I'm sure you've got some great stories about IBS and you're doing some work for us down there as well. A couple of panels that we want to talk about that we're really excited about. What are some of your favorite things about IBS? You know, for someone who hasn't been or has only gone a couple of times, like wh why do you go back year after year? Yeah, we haven't missed. I mean, since I started going, I want to say probably 2017 when I started hearing about maybe 2016, somewhere in that time frame. I'd have to look, but we haven't missed a year since then. I know COVID, you know, pushes back on one of those, but um whether it be Orlando or Vegas, it's so important. And, and over the last few years, we brought a lot of our team members. I know last year we brought, I think there were 16 of us from AFT. This year we'll have 10 of us. Um, there, there's so much value with, you know, with the international build show. One, networking, right? This It's a really tough industry. I, I alluded to that when you first had, you know, did the intro here. And it, you know, the opportunity to be around like-minded builders. I mean, that's just huge. Face-to-face, -face, a lot of us know each other from Instagram. So there's this community we've built and have you know, with our vendor partners, such as build a trend. And so you build this amazing community through social media and collaboration. And now you kind of get to meet in person and, you know, and, and also the new product. I mean, one thing, maybe a little way that we do IBS and especially that I've done it over the years is as most, of you know, I'm pretty engaged in social media. It's a big part of what we do, our branding lead generation, you know, there's been a lot of benefit to that platform for our company. And so it's been really important for me as we built relationships with our vendors and partners and suppliers to get to know them, go to their booth, figure out who does their social media, collaborate. I tell a lot of young builders, go to the booth. Like if you're working with Polar or you're working with, uh, you know, Sub-Zero Wolf doesn't have a booth there, but they have people there from Sub-Zero Wolf. Connect with them, figure out who does the social media, build a relationship. You know, Courtney mentioned, you know, she runs the marketing for build a trend. Courtney and I know each other face to face. Like when I'm reaching out to Courtney, I have a relationship with Courtney, same as you, Zach. And so there's a huge benefit to any business when you have this one-on-one -on -one relationship and that's only done face to face. That's a really great point and something that Builder Trend has really done a great job like in our own operations of trying to capitalize on like the fact that builders just really want that relationship with it. It's one of the, my favorite, why I'm in customer success is the relationship piece. And, you know, when it comes to IBS, you kind of get this opportunity um, to really explore the new stuff, but also I assume you catch up with a lot of people, you know, really well too. Oh, that's a huge part. I mean, as, as I mentioned, I have friends that we've built over the years and then sometimes it's your first time meeting. Sometimes you only see each other at IBS, but it, it, it's so fun. I mean, we have the contractor coalition set, um, you know, meet up the night before. So Monday night we're kicking off. So everyone come, I think last year we had 300 attend, which is pretty neat, you know, kick off to I IBS, but really Zach, when you look at it, you know, as, as over the last 10 years I've been in business, you know, I look at, it's a really tough industry. COVID made it very challenging for certain suppliers and, and projects. And when I'm calling a vendor, that's like a 1-800 number and I have no idea who I'm talking to, like I'm going to be less, you know, prone to specify that product or work with that vendor in my builds. When I have direct vendors I have relationships with, so build a trend is a great example that I I may not have the exact phone number of maybe the tech person I need for this, you know, this, you know, part of the the software that we're using, but I can know people build a trend, they're gonna connect me with the right person. Now they can implement that and customize it for me and my company. And so whether it be software, whether it be product, 
having a direct contact, I mean, you, you just can't put a price on that. And that's one of the huge values of, of the Builder Show. It's one of our favorite parts of going to the Builder Show as a tech company. We don't have a lot of opportunities, at least all of our team members, to meet in person with our customers. And so it's like this big reunion. I think some people look at this event as maybe a sales event, but we really see it as like it's a customer get together. Uh, it's the one time a year that we get to see them in person. And we even do, you know, if you've, anybody's been to our booth before, we have two big happy hours just because like the last couple hours of every day, it's like we want to draw everyone in. We want to have a good time. We want to catch up. We want to hear about your business, what struggles you're having. Um, and how we can fix them. So I think the show this year, it's February 28th through the 2nd for anybody who's listening. Um, and we'll drop a code in the show notes so that you can get a free pass, a free expo pass. Um, so the pass is on Builder Trend. If you're thinking about coming to the show, if that helps, come visit us. We have a happy hour. You can come hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to see you. It's actually a lot of fun. We bring reps um who are you know traditionally working with customers over the phone and you still build really great relationships but it's it's really cool to see at ibs when they get to meet their coach for the first time or someone that they know really well it's kind of like a little little happy moment to be like look they get to meet in real life you know but the show is overwhelming I it mean, is last year i think they said they had 90 to 100 000 people attend this show it's at the las vegas convention center which is a massive i've never taken so many steps in one day my Apple Watch is like, are you alive still? Not sure. You took 50,000 steps. Um, but Brad, how do you prioritize your time spent at at the show? Or like, um, do you hit the education sessions first? Do you split up your team? Is it a divide and conquer strategy? By now, have you just like picked out, do you have like a theme every year or something, a big goal that you're trying to hit? How do you handle, you know, not getting overwhelmed? Yeah, it's a really good question. It's changed over the years. I know early on, you know, it's really big for me to walk the entire floor, get to know everyone. Because, right, you're just building the brand and the company and you're networking. So, I mean, that was like super important. It's changed now and now that I'm bringing a lot of my employees. So now, you know, a lot of my team members, they're there looking for new innovative products. Um, there may be specialty items that we're looking because we do really custom product. And so there's these niches and needs and fixes that we have. And so they're really targeting certain vendors that are offering new product that would kind of really apply to us. And then I'm enlisting them to write blogs on us. So they go, they walk the floor, they're doing two blogs a day on new products. So that's helping SEO and just other marketing aspects, AFT, and still keeps them kind of focused on task. Now I'm a little bit more targeted, right? I mean, there are speaking engagements. Of course, I'm speaking on the on the Build a Trend panel. Um, I know last last uh, IBS, I was speaking a majority of, of the events. So this one will be a little bit different. I'll have a little bit more free time. So there'll be targeted, you know, relationships I have that I'll be meeting with them and um, and then certain vendors as well that that I've had my eye on or been trying to build a relationship with that, that I'll be visiting their booth. So. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the panel. Um, Brad's going to sit on a panel moderated by um, Andres Ricarte from Builder Trend on profitability and how builders are going back to the basics. Because I always say, like, you have to make money if you're going to be a business. Like, that's requirement number one. And I feel like the last couple of years have had other challenges, but people are kind of going back to square one about how to be smart with their money, about how to be smart with their costs. Um, do you want to give us a little sneak peek of, you know, what your goals around profitability are for 2024? Yeah, there are so many and it's going to, you know, definitely not enough time in this episode to do that. So hopefully <laughs> the panel, we can hit most of these, but yes. I, I will say that like something that, you know, I wish I would have known much earlier on, you know, when I started my company is that 
one, you know, there's this aspect to understand value, right? What's the value I bring? Am I charging enough? You know, what do I charge? You know, there, yes, there's that element. I think at the core of it, even before you get there, you really have to understand your process and and what it takes to complete a project, right? When you when you watch people on Shark Tank and they're saying it costs me this much to get a customer, this much to retain a customer, this much to build a product, like they really understand the ins and outs of our business. And yeah, ours is more complicated. You know, I'm doing a custom home that may be two years of design, two year build for your process, but at the core of it, I have to really understand manpower. What does it take for me over four years, right? What's my exposure? What's my risk? Where you know, and yes, some of that's going to come over time as we're doing analysis and, um, you know, tracking this information. But I can tell you now today, I have a lot better understanding of what it takes to build a house. And now that puts me in a position where I can charge appropriately. I can cover costs, you know, and I'm, I'm really ahead of the game from pre-construction. I can stand there with more confidence. And so this is my, you know, when you talk about 2024, breaking down the importance of profitability, that's what it comes down to is understanding what it entails for you to build your product and then understanding how to charge for. So then when a client's negotiating or you're trying to get a signature job or a loss lead or whatever it may be, you have a good idea of when you're in the black and red and you know how tight you can make those margins. That makes a ton of sense. You know, one of the things I really like to ask people when they come on the building code is a little bit of that was there a moment where you learned that lesson the hard way or something, a mistake that you made earlier at an AFT's history that taught you that? And, you know, what's the best way to, to learn if you don't know how to, you know, do the things you're talking about? Well, this goes back to kind of benefit IBS right in this network is that there's two ways to really figure this out. One, you make plenty of mistakes and you pay enough people to build their house. So that's number one, lose enough money making those mistakes to circumvent that as opposed to making the mistakes yourself. Well, it's like, okay, well, let me ask mentors of mine. Let me ask other builders. How are they charging? Are they doing cost plus? Are they doing GMP? I know in the coalition summit, we talk about this. Um, and, and CBUSA, which I'm sure we'll talk about this, you know, in combination here with builder trend, I attend the power 30 conferences. There's builders around the country that maybe are doing a different product than I am, but have so much information to offer. And I can pull them aside and talk to them, you know, builders that I really respect. And so, between that and Builder 20 over the years I've seen in C and, and IBS is to your point, Zach, is that as opposed to making all the mistakes myself, which I've made plenty and underpriced and not understood what it cost me to build a home. Yeah, some of that I've learned and some of it I've learned from others that have given me that information that now I can kind of mix those two together and really create a successful product uh, project. When it comes to your focuses around your business, uh, do you use this opportunity to IBS to kind of see what other people are looking at as like the warning signs or things that maybe, you know, you could look at from a business strategy standpoint, or is it purely kind of just the relationships and the vendor partnerships? I, I think there's a ton of um, business opportunity. It's funny as, as you're in the booth and you're speaking to other vendors, right? I think about, I'm a custom builder, but working with my suppliers, working with build a trend, understanding how they're, how, how you're mapping retention of your clients and the sales process and, you know, everything that goes in from the builder trend team is they're looking at sales and acquisition and expansion, and everything else, there's application to me. And so too many of us get fixated in call it our bubble of what we do. And for me as a custom builder, I should understand how people are successful in business in the auto industry, or they're successful in the supply chain aspect, or they're successful as a remodeler, right? Or, production builder. There's just, 
similar philosophies. And yes, that, that there are differences for sure. But at the core of it, there are a lot of similarities that we can understand. And so, you know me, I'm like pro business all the time. So like, yeah. I'm going to be speaking about that with our vendors and IBS is such an opportunity because they're hands on right there. And in fairness to those that are at the booth, I respect them. They're on their feet all day. And <laughs> yeah. I'm sure sometimes they like to have a conversation outside of the normal, um, you know, sales pitch of the product they have. So no but, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, the panel includes a couple of your friends yeah. too. Like we have Meg Billings from Meg and co she's been on the podcast and same with Tim Coffrin from Alderview construction. You want to talk a little bit about, um, how you met these two? Yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's the community, right? It's so funny. So Tim actually, uh, he's awesome in the sense that he just pinged me. Like he just DM me on Instagram. You know, we joke, slide in your DMs, right? And said, hey, Brad, I want to come meet you. And he came down to Gilbert and I took him through a project. And he ended up attending the Coalition Summit that we collaborated Build a Trend on and had, you know, a great uh, experience with him there. Meg, same way. Meg had followed Nick and I, uh, Nick with NS Builders, and knew of us. She came, the first time I met her was at the Coalition Summit. And she's crushed it. I mean, since then, she's done so well and really understood kind of what her goal is and it's funny because offline, Megan and I have like spoke a lot and, you know, there's a, a business coach I know of that was part of my Builder 20 that's now consulting with her and she's doing a bunch of social media campaigns. And and so there's been a ton of success and really what it comes down to, it, it's our community, right? And, um, you know, Instagram's probably the, the initial connector. And then from there, it's, you know, personality and drive and everything else that add to it. That's one of my favorite parts about working in this industry. Like pre-Builder Trend, I worked in performing arts. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's such a weird switch over to construction. But it's sort of this, it's a small world. It's like a homey. Everybody's really like kind and gracious with their time from the customers we work with to our partners. Everybody knows each other. I think it's so wild that, you know, you just chat with another builder all the way over in, you know, Denver on Instagram and then you become friends and now you're sitting on this panel together. You're building business knowledge together and therefore growing your businesses. It's really it, amazing. It's funny too, because like with Megan, this is, uh, again, I'm not trying to take care credit, but the funny thing is, is so I was at the build a trend booth, we're at happy hour. We're doing, you know, enjoying it. All the builders are coming in. We're networking with all the build a trend and Meg came up and I said, Meg, you need to meet like Brooke, right? Yes. And Bill Trend and you, Courtney. And I said, you need to talk to, and I told both of you, I'm like, you need to meet Meg. Like she's crushing it, doing some amazing things. And, and so it's just all those connection points. And I've been the recipient of that on my side as well. We're just other builders I respect have made introductions for me. That's where it happens at IBS, you know, at the booth, like happy hour for Build a Trend where all these builders are there and these connections happen. Yeah. This year on our, uh, so Wednesday, happy hour, Tuesday. I think I'm there Wednesday afternoon for <laughs> yeah, at least Wednesday AFT. Afternoon. So uh, it's yeah, a yeah. week after this episode airs, uh, the Wednesday happy hour in our booth from two to five is a meet the pros. So if you've been to our booth in years past, we've always featured like, you know, Brad's come by, Matt Reisinger's come by, but this time we've invited all of the top builders that we collaborate with and who are our ambassadors. There's a pool of 12 to 15 different builders, uh, ones with great social media presence, people that you probably follow, everyone from, you know, Nick Schiffer, Brad Levitt, we've got Meg's going to be there, the Tankersleys, and it's just a happy hour for networking. We've got some fun koozies to give out that say, do you want to be my builder friend? Because <laughs> I think we hear so much from builders. They want to meet another builder who's like them or build, they're going through the same challenges as them. And there's so much 
uh, knowledge to share. And it's kind of outside of like Builder Trend, we're here to make work simpler, to make your processes efficient, to help connect you to financial services, but then hopefully also connect you with other builders that you can, you know, have a great community with and learn those intricate lessons of building that maybe Builder Trend can't teach you, but we can connect people. That's actually funny. I would say one of the number one things I get asked is to talk to other builders, like from customers, they'll come and be like, can I talk to someone else? And there aren't that many opportunities to do that. Some of that is even, I don't know if you agree with this, Brad, but even in their own backyard, they're kind of hesitant to do it because there's a perception of like competition. And so they fear like if I make a network here, like I'm going to cannibalize my revenue or opportunity to work with different customers. So they, there is just this kind of innate, oh, I will use Builder Trend. I know Builder Trend. You can't miss us at the IBS show, like everybody knows our name yeah. and. <laughs> well, we hope to make it like less awkward. Like yeah. that's why we, we host the happy hours where it's like, we'll connect you to those names, you know, but Brad, like what do you, what's your advice to someone who might be nervous about connecting with the builder that they admire or they want to know more about? Is it like, uh, is it a business card swap? Is it a, just a DM on Instagram? Like what's your advice? I, I think with anything, I think a lot of us can relate to maybe a little social anxiety, no matter how outgoing you are, you're in a new setting, you may not know anybody and you're just like, okay, where do I start at a happy hour? Who do I talk to? I found that, um, it, and, and I look at it from my side, right? And, and early on, especially when there are certain architects or designers that I wanted to meet, or maybe there's other builders that were using Builder Trend as I'm, you know, at the IBS booth there. And for me, just as like an icebreaker, you know, I would always find a way to compliment them because there's a reason that I wanted to meet them, whether they're doing this certain project or they've built their brand to a certain level, like what's their key to success. And I would always walk up like, hey, I'm a fan. I really love your article. I really love your publication. I really love whatever it may be. And immediately, like, I think most people, especially in the construction community, um, they really soften up because, you know, when you come up and just say, hey, I've been really impressed can't wait to meet you. I mean, you just have to do it. And most people just are honored and they're going to reciprocate that and then immediately begin conversation, ask questions and you move on. So a lot of it's just finding a little icebreaker there and and making it happen. Yeah. That was where I was going to, I'm just, it's people are always like, how, how do I talk to someone? How do I, you know, find a network? It's like so shy. <laughs> you out, you reach out. Literally, you just have to find a way if that is something that they're out there. And that's, what's really cool is you get to see that expedited a lot at the builder show and there, you know, it's unfortunately I wish it was easier, but this is a top opportunity. If you're listening, you know, come to the show, it'll be, it'll be worth it for sure. And these other opportunities that come with it. Well, it's funny, Zach, because like to that point, like, you know, if you're a coordinator there and of course, I mean, I know you now, but at the time I just walk up like Zach, love what you're doing with the podcast, you know, and Courtney, who's a market. I mean, there, there's something there where I can engage and get that you know, and, and I mentioned this in the past that um, without calling out a certain brand, there was a certain brand that I was trying to like partner with many years ago and they kept rejecting me. Like, and, and, and it was like, you know, it's kind of my area in North Scottsdale. I was competing with some other. So anyways, I went straight to that person and I'm like, hey, great to meet, wanted to meet you. You know, I really believe in your product. We use it all the time. And then they, they see me and what are they going to say at that point? They're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get you signed up and get you as a vendor. That's that angle. But then also the social media side and, you know, maybe it's a big company um, and you could go to them and say, hey, you know, you figure out who the social media person is. And let's just say for ease, you know, it's you, Courtney. I'd go up and say, Courtney, I really love that post you did three days ago showcasing, you know, this faucet and sink. Like, it's incredible. We're actually using that on a project coming up. I'm a big fan. And 
There you go. There's and your icebreaker. All of a sudden, I mean, we're a little like, we want a video of it. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> wanna, yeah. Courtney's like, I need content. Like, content. I'm looking uh -oh. for, yeah, vendors. Can you tag me? Can you collaborate? And even if it's not financial, I think a lot of us, not everything's financial. Just do things, build relationships, and, and things will go where they may. So I think builders sometimes are shy to, to tell their story. And in marketing these days, like, I'm, the whole industry is moving toward like authentic storytelling, right? Like, tell me what's interesting about you. Tell me what you're working on. Tell me about a challenge you're having or a big project that you're working on or, or tell each other so that then you're top of mind for someone when they're like, oh yeah, actually I know someone who is just getting started with Kohler or Ferguson and, you know, we have some relationship and I need a, somebody to feature in a video. Um, the more, you know, you tell about yourself or where you've been or how your business is operating, like that's, it makes you more memorable. Shooters got to shoot, you know, shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Uh, <laughs> bottom line. So that's what, that's the, the lesson of the day. Uh, Brad, before we let you go, we're, we're running up on time a little bit. We also know you're a big, big contributor to CBUSA. And um, we've had the CBUSA family uh, on the building code many times. Yes. And, you know, they're going to be out there as well during IBS. But will you talk a little bit about kind of, how your CBUSA experience has contributed to some of those financial outcomes that we kind of discussed earlier in the episode? Yeah, the financial side, when you talk about financial planning in any business, right? Of course, all of us have our main fee structure, whatever that is. But for companies to be successful, you think about different assets or opportunities or elbow space or, you know, just whatever it is, right, to create revenue. CBUSA has been huge. I mean, one arm of it, as you alluded to, Zach, is the financial side. So being a CBUSA member, I have price locks on product, which is huge for me as cost plus because I can go to my clients with a lot of confidence on the price I'm presenting now to completion. I mean, that's huge, right? Um, during the pandemic, having access to material because of the CBUSA relationships, well, again, good pricing, availability, you know, that was huge for our company to get through, you know, that tough time, time in building. But then you look at, you know, the rebates and the discounts and the quarterly statements. And for a lot of product I'm already using that now there's multipliers involved. And, you know, so just looking on how we can make our company more fiscally responsive, responsible, and here for the long term to serve our customer. I mean, CBSA has been a huge partner for that. And again, going back to relationship, so many partners that are members of CBSA that are now doing, um, you know, working with us at AFT, I mean, it's been huge. I can't, I, I talk about CBS all the time. You know, it's just, you have to sign up. CBSA has such a aggressive mindset, which is incredibly beneficial. I mean, they are hitting every market. They're opening new markets They're which is just better for all of us. Cause from a group buy, you know, for me as a builder, who's only building, you know, 10 to 20 homes a year, I don't have the same buying power as someone's doing, you know, 400 or 5,000 as some of these big builders and CBUSA has done a really good job putting all of us together in this pool to really create some good buying power. So yeah, the materials uh, element and supplier relationships are part of that profitability formula, right? Heading into 2024, like part of being a profitable business isn't just making sure like how many projects you can get done, but being smart about the materials, how you're purchasing, where are you losing money? Where you can you be smarter? And Tuesday, our Tuesday happy hour is going to be a supplier meetup. Um, we've had other podcast episodes. We've launched Builder Trend Purchasing earlier this year. 
CBUSA will be there. It's a good chance for builders to come in and meet some of the suppliers and manufacturer partners that we work with and look at how you know, materials management is part of that profitability goal. You can reevaluate those relationships. You can lock in the prices. You can you know, yeah, get the pricing that the big builders get. Um, it's just another opportunity. And I know Builder Trend, we're excited because those are a lot of the new offerings and features that we're going to be rolling out. Hopefully there will be even more exciting announcements next week while we're at the show. Ooh, better, yeah. better be there if you want to find out. That's <laughs> yeah. a perfect Barry's tease line right there. Yeah, the marketing <laughs> girl always delivers when it comes down to it. Brad, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. We can't wait to see you next week at IBS in person. If our listeners are out there, please stop by and say hi. Yeah, we'd love to see you. Come see us. We'd love to meet you. And make sure you join us happy hour Wednesday afternoon. We'll be there with uh, 10 of our AFT team members. So Amazing. Perfect. Thanks, Brad. We just had Brad Levin on from AFT Construction talking IBS, talking profitability, talking CBUSA, talking all the wonderful things. Courtney. Yeah, I think it was a really good sneak peek. We're really excited because of the Builder Show next week. We're doing not one, but two sessions of principles of profitability. Uh, we were asked to do two because it was such a popular topic. If you can't be at the show, um, hopefully this episode brought you a few tips, a few things that Brad is working on from a profitability standpoint. If you're going to be at the show, make sure you check the links in our show notes for a full schedule of everything that's happening at our booth and some of our recommendations for what to hit at the show. It can be overwhelming, just as we talked about, you know, it's 90,000 people. But I think if you think about what your goals are, you can find really valuable sessions. We have the profitability session going Wednesday and then Thursday, Dan Houghton, our CEO, is actually hosting another session with a lot of our friends. Nick Schiffer's on that one. It's all about the job shortage and what you can do to retain your top employees. So looking forward to the insights that come out of that panel as well. And we'll be able to share them out on social too for anyone who's not making the trip to Vegas. But I'm pumped for the Builder Show. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> Courtney always brings the energy, like I said in the intro. Yeah. Well, my team has been planning this, uh, you know, event. Once the Builder Show ends, we immediately, like a week later, dive into next what year. are we doing next year? We have to put in an education session pitches. We start designing the booth. We're talking about what products we're going to launch. Um, so I think this year is going to be one of our biggest yet, especially with like what we discussed with CBUSA's presence. It's going to be really large there. And everything we're doing with Builder Trend Purchasing as well is going to be highlighted. Love it. Well, for me, you know, always listening to Brad, he knows so much uh, that I just feel like I want to extract as much as I can from him. So really a pleasure having Brad on. But if you want the real deal, come to Vegas. You can check him out, hear from him about all the wonderful things that he can share. And it's always an honor just having you listen to us. So I'm Zach Watovich. I'm Courtney Matern. We'll see you in Vegas. Catch you there.